ahead, keep talking. Go ahead, keep talking. Go ahead, keep talking. Test the mic. Test the mic. Mic test. Mic test. Test the mic. Mic test. <laughs> this is a mic check. 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 Left, left. Right, right. Too tight. All night. Mirrors. I believe in ghosts. I have a lot of ghost nightmares that wake me up because I'm scared of Freddy Krueger since I was 12. Check. I, did you really just do like a whole monologue before we did that? You, we've been recording for a minute twenty. So you got me warming up. On hey, and I gotta let the followers know how else are we gonna get people to listen to us if we don't leverage the power of social media, which you can't stand. I agree. I agree. I was hoping to catch you doing the I like to poop thing. Man, I take a lot of poops. Nice. I do. So much so that somebody recently gave me uh some uh, holistic, like, uh, peppermint essentials, oil, like oils and essentials, like, you know, that type of stuff. Uh, somebody gave me some peppermint essentials to help with my, my uh, internal organs. You just eat it. It's like little beads. You just pop them in your mouth and... So they're saying that your poop stinks. No, my poop smells like peppermint. Now, yeah. It even comes out candy striped. <laughs> Jeff, what's up, brother? Is it like a little barbershop pole? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's been, it's been, it's been one months. week since you looked at me. Two months. It's been almost two months. But now we're back. Feels so good. Oh, yeah, the smooth sounds of Jeff's iPhone held up to the microphone because we are low budget. <laughs> but we're really not, man. These microphones are actually really expensive, and this uh, portable Zoom was really expensive. We got a good system here, but we just don't know how to, We just or we haven't taken the time to edit anything yet, which is good. Unscripted, uncut, unedited. Raw, right here on Beauty and the Beast Mode Podcast. Nobody else does that. If they do, they're not as good at being unedited as we are. Right. Although there might be, from me, maybe two-minute pauses, thinking of trying to... I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I'm like, 17 people just dropped off. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Episode. So we hopped on to SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. You can hear us. You can also hear us on iTunes and Google Play. Yep. And you can check us on Facebook at, at Beauty and the Beast Mode Podcast. You know, there's some other platforms that we need to get on too. Okay. 
Yeah, I mean, just looking through Instagram and everything, and people that have podcasts, they're they're on a, quite a few more platforms. So we need to do that. Well, so it's funny because we were looking at the statistics mm-hmm. on our yeah. Mm-hmm. Of all of our right. episodes prior to going to iTunes and Google Play. Mm-hmm. And that was, what, a month and a half ago, right? Right. January. That's longer than a month and a half ago. February or January? Uh, did we do a Valentine's Day episode? Yes. No, we didn't. Well then, it's been a couple of months. Just been, a, just right. say it's been approximately blah blah blah. Well, I'm saying, when did we go up on iTunes? Was that January, or February? Anyway, it wasn't January. So it's been two. It was February because we had the show in February, and we had just got on iTunes that month. Right. Yeah. So within two months, we've gone from 1,300 plays up to almost 1,900 plays. And that's good. That, that like that's that is success for us man it's like a good stew in the crock pot or like a good pollo guisado that my mom makes so good man you just let it marinate let it cook and they'll come so if you think about that that's just soundcloud alone and then us posting on facebook was 1300 listens in a year okay We jumped up 600 or so. Yeah. That's good, man. And that's without doing a new episode. <laughs> you know why? Because the older episodes are so stinking good. It's, it's, there is quality content. There is. I think we've gotten better as time uh, has gone on. Yeah, even when you um, sneakily press record while I'm warming up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Even right now, I, I I appreciate. I feel like you've actually been practicing because your pauses are shorter. Um, I'm trying because you're looking at me with anger in your eyes. Like, don't, don't mess this up, Batman. I, I just died in your arms tonight. It must have been something you said. Who sings that? Come on, music man. Oh, God, dog, no, brother. You know who sings that? I know it, but I just can't think of it all time. So as I get older, I can't remember people's names, bro. As you get older, you, you lose a year of history. Like, you forget. <laughs> you. <laughs> so, like, somebody's walking up to me, and I know them, mm-hmm. but it takes like five minutes for me to remember their names sometimes. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. I would love to do a show with you when you have <laughs> Alzheimer's. That would be fantastic. Welcome to Beauty and the Beast mode. I am Nadia Martinez. Who am I? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? Well, get out of here. This is our first episode. It's not, but it's not. Oh Man. We had to listen in the Philippines, by the way. Philippines. Yeah. Right. So, a month and a half has gone by. Right. Mm-hmm. Two shows. Right. What's happened? Was that last we spoke? Have we talked about the show that we put on yet? 
It was kind of like our year anniversary we had a, show. A comedy show, yeah. I know we talked about it, but we hadn't talked about the actual show. Yeah, we were promoting it. Yep. Now yep. was a, that show was crazy, packed house. Everybody slayed. Um, you were nervous. I told you you were about you. I thought you were going down like a ton of bricks. I, I literally <laughs> should have worn the pen. <laughs> Uh-huh. Right. And on it, you were like, I have high expectations for you. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And yeah, I No, no, you didn't shit the bed, but you can, like, visibly, like, like you could see, like, you were ready to go down. I feel like I had to tell you to unlock your knees. <laughs> so that you, you were as pale as a ghost, brother. You really were. But we made it through, man, and and everybody loved it. I like introducing people. Mm-hmm. I'm okay with that. Yeah. Well, you have a radio voice. Speak for two seconds and get off. I'm good. Uh huh. But you bastard, you just sat up there. You're like, hey, welcome to the show. And Kanye and this is Jeff, and he just looked at me like, what are you looking at? And I'm like, hello. Well, we had we had a few technical difficulties. Like one of the mics, the right. cord was messed up, so. You were actually standing in front of the good microphone, so you had no choice but to like carry it. I, I mean, it, it worked out well, um, but I thought it was phenomenal, man. And and they want us back. They want us to put on another show. And you know, I'm not saying we're gonna become comedy promoters or anything like that, but if we can bring people in and we can make people laugh, make people feel good, why not? And maybe some of the listens that we got came from some of the people that came to the show and listened to us talk about Beauty and the Beast Mode podcast. Okay. Like maybe a little uh, poetry, mm-hmm. slam poetry, you know, a whole bunch of different stuff. Okay. You look so not into that. <laughs> Listen, I'll let, you, I'll let you take that ball and run with it. <laughs> yeah, 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 you that one. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I don't know about that scene here in Jacksonville. Like I know a little bit about the... Or I've heard a little bit and seen a little bit of the the poetry scene, and and I, from what I've overheard, is like forty people total, and it's just like circulating between those forty people, and you never know, like when you when you put something else out there, more people will come out and more people learn how to do it and whatever. But that's what I've heard about the poetry scene. So I let you take that ball though, and and I will take that ball. And I, I bet you will. Okay. 
Have you ever heard of uh, the Moth? It's like it's called the, the Moth Prophecy. No, not with Richard Gere. The Moth what is that one? Oh, the, I don't know if it's called the Moth Project or something like that. But then there's a podcast on it, but it's pretty much like storytelling. Um, you should check it out so that you make sure we're not biting anybody when we start that up. <laughs> oh man, Jeff, I just had a thought in my head and it totally slipped away. No, no, not at all, not at all. Um, talked about the show, which was cool. So we talking about other stuff. Did you go to vacation, right? Oh, I went to Thailand recently. Uh, actually, that was like three or four weeks ago I was in Thailand. Uh, Was something about the Hangover movie? No, I said something like uh, Happy Ending. Oh yeah, well, like Thailand wasn't my first choice, right? right? But we, I think we talked about this before. Like uh, growing up. Like, most of my friends were black. Like, now, my tightest circle of five is, like, four white people and one Asian dude. Right? So I told my parents I was going to Thailand, and my dad was like, uh, why Thailand? And then, like, just jumped ahead and was like, because of white friends. <laughs> like, come on, Dad, that's not, okay, that's partially, all right, yeah, that's all the way true. <laughs> You know what's funny? I didn't see any black people. I didn't. I don't think I saw like any Latinos in Thailand. It was Thai people and white people. That's so true. That's wild, man. Um, nah, they weren't. They were cool. Thailand was cool, man. Bangkok. So we flew into Bangkok. All right, uh, so we had a few different options on the table. Obviously, we wound up going to Thailand, uh, a group of four of us, and um, going to fly into Bangkok, stay like a total in, in Thailand for like nine days, and then you had a couple of days of travel on the front and back end. But we fly into Bangkok, get a place in Bangkok. We get there kind of later. No, actually, it was like afternoon time. Get to the hotel. Already driving to the hotel, like the taxi cab driver is like trying to like scam us out of more money. Tells us it's gonna be one price when we get in the cab, and then as we're driving, he's like, "Oh, the price is gonna be different because of traffic and everything." And we're like, "Nah, man." But like, you can't argue with anybody, right? You're in a totally different environment, totally different country, and even when you read. The research and everything, it's like, in Thailand, like, don't argue. Like, people are not combative like that, which is crazy because everybody does, like, Muay Thai. But people are, not, <laughs> people are not combative like that. But if you do and the Thailand police come, then it's on you, bro. Like, you're the one that whose ass is going to be. Yeah. But there's also, like, a, a 
like a travel police, like a tourist police as well, that obviously we'll kind of probably hear more of both sides of the story. But you don't want to mess with that stuff, you know? And you're like, especially, man, we, we've only been here like an hour and we're already, trying, we're already getting scammed. And this was in Bangkok. So we get to our hotel. The room doesn't look, the room is, doesn't look like it. it exactly, what you saw on the internet, right? And everybody's always, oh, everybody we told that was like, yeah, like any of that stuff that you see in pictures is not going to look the same when you get there. So it seemed like they had the entire AC in the building shut off. And Thailand in this time, it's already hot, right? So there's just this smell, this odor, like just seems like it's just creeping up from the carpet in the hallways. And so we get to the room and you got to crank the AC up and try and get rid of the smell or whatever. And when we slept there that night, like the smell still crept back in. It was just like a blanket of this odor, like pushing you down into the bed. It was, it was, uh, yeah. But we, we went and did the Thailand or the Bangkok thing one evening, like walking around through the district and whatnot. And, uh, like, I'm not not, like, you're, you're in a different country, man, you know? Like, you chose to go there. yeah, and if you read up on Bangkok, the, it probably says that, like, be prepared for, uh, as an American, be prepared for it to be everything that you hear <laughs> that it's going to be. Because it was just, like, busy, congested, like, uh a lot of traffic, um, you know, you got your panhandlers and stuff like that, and just like Times Square on crack. So, so there was that, but we stayed there one night, and then we flew out to our island. The next day, we were going to stay at this island called Koh Samui, which was awesome. Like, we rented this Airbnb, beautiful, um, right on the beach. Out there, we stayed on uh, Stray Dog Island. Uh, that was <laughs> just like the pictures. Stray dogs everywhere. That's why we called it Stray Dog Island. That wasn't the name of it. That's what we named it, Stray Dog Island, because there were stray dogs everywhere. Uh, but in Kosamui is beautiful. But we didn't get to Kosamui right away. We booked our flights into what we thought was the island that we were going to but was actually a different island. So when we landed at that airport, we were like, can we get a cab to our place? And they're like, not from here. <laughs> like, we have to drive you an hour and a half away to the dock, and then you have to take a ferry another hour and a half to get to your island. You, you came to the wrong airport. So we flew into the wrong airport, which, are, like, they say expect, everything to like not go as you planned so from the jump and it's like you know what you're on vacation like you have time you don't 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 try not to stress about it but so get to Kosamui and then our airbnb is beautiful it's uh, uh like on the third floor we got a, a rooftop and just sunsets every day were just amazing man oh sunrise was ridiculous like literally woke up so it's like a 12-hour time difference. Okay. Uh, we were, Thailand's 12 hours ahead, I think. Okay. Yeah. So, man, but the sunsets were, sunsets and the sunrises were probably the most beautiful thing out there. Yeah. Uh, but we did some island, some island stuff, hopped around, 
did some parasailing, went to the beach a few times, you know, had some Thai food every now and again. I tried not to eat too much of it because I didn't want to get the bubble guts. If I poop a lot here, imagine how much I'd have been pooping in Thailand, which I still think I might have set a record for poops in that Airbnb. But um, we, so they also say that when you, because people want to go ride elephants and, and do these excursions and everything, and there's a big thing about like either doing in-depth research on the place that you're going with elephants or just not doing it. Because, like, they mistreat the animals, obviously. So we did book one of those excursions. Excursions. And uh, <laughs> so it was supposed to be, like, elephant trekking, like a monkey show, which is just, like, monkeys doing it, like, playing around, whatever. Um, an ATV ride. A Thai cooking experience. And one of our friends that was with us was joking, and he was like, I bet it's like all on one com- compound. Like to the right over there is elephant trekking, to the left is the monkey show, Muay Thai is over here. And it was just like that. So we get to the place and the the same two dudes that were doing Muay Thai were the same guys that were doing the monkey show. <laughs> and it's like, so I was like, is this dude trying to support his Muay Thai career or his monkey training career? I never did the Thai cooking class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but, yeah, if we could, if I could turn back time, uh, probably we probably would not have done that because, for sure, those animals could not have been treated right. Like, they called me up. Like, they tied rope around my hands and called me up, and they had the monkey untie the rope. And I promise you, at one point, the monkey put his little hand on my arm and looked at me and was like, get out. But they had, so they had the elephant pretty much doing stuff on command or whatnot. But they had the elephant dunk a basketball, right? With his trunk, yeah. And I was like, I've been wanting to dunk a basketball my entire life. And this dude gets a standing ovation every time he dunks one. Like, how is that a bad life? (laughs) How is that a bad life? But. But what they also did is they had a truck set up, right? They had like a made like a tundra or whatever, um, and they got the temples, and they had this temple all the way at the top of this mountain. And I, I guess they'd do anything out there like to make some money, right? They had two, just like a bench, like a bus seat bench, on top of the truck, and they made couples sit on top of the truck. And I'm talking about like a regular truck, man. Like they had it rigged up. Like a bus, like a bus seat bench, like a high, like a high school yellow bus seat, right? With like a bar, and then the seat belts, like regular ass seat belts. That you get up, they strap you in, and then you just haul ass up the mountain, and you're sitting on top of this truck. And then they like, they try and be funny and like act like they're going toward the edge of the cliff, and then like try and drive fast and slow down and speed up like a roller coaster. And I hate roller coasters, and so. We're going up the top of this mountain, and our two friends go sit on, on the seats first and haul ass all the way up the top of the mountain to go see the, the, the Buddhas. And I was, up there, I was just kept thinking, I was like, this is the craziest shit ever. And I was like, I should have went first because now 
I, I'm even more scared and more afraid of like them being up there and then having to know that like they're gonna twist my arm to get up there because they're gonna be like, oh, we did it. You have to do it. We did it. You have to do it. And so coming back down the mountain, I have to sit on top of this. And uh, it wasn't that bad, man. It was actually a lot of fun. And I think it might have cracked my fear of roller coasters. Wow. Yeah. Wow. It was probably the coolest thing that we did there. Even the coolest and the stupidest. Because you're sitting in this bench seat on top of this truck. Yeah. And you were flying through in this thing. Mm -hmm. And something must have happened because your eyes went flying. You were like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> well, like a, so I'm sitting on top and I'm sitting on top with my girlfriend and and her arm is in mine. And at one point she was like, let go of my arm. Like I almost broke her forearm because, <laughs> well, one with the bumps and everything. But then two, probably, probably just putting a death grip on it, you know. But... uh so that was cool, man. Did parasailing for the first time, which was cool. And uh, are nothing compared to almost driving off the cliff, bro. Dude. But listen, so it's one of those things, right? So I, I mentioned my, like, having a, a tight circle of white friends now. And, like, it's a joke, right? I got friends of all races. But it's, like, my friends would be like, uh, I feel like my white friends would be like, what's the worst that can happen? Like, that's the phrase, right? So we were supposed to travel to uh, one island one day on a speedboat, essentially. So there's a group of people, maybe like 20, 25 people on a speedboat. And every day that we woke up, maybe the, like the first three days we woke up, you could see all the islands across, right? This day that we're supposed to get on a speedboat, it's like storming. You can't even see the islands. And so it was like one of those things, like, if we don't do it now, it could be raining the next day, the next day, so we have to do it now. And then it, all you hear is like, well, what's the worst that could happen? That's how horror movies <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? You know what I mean? I don't know, Vin Diesel, you tell me what the worst that can happen is. All I know, I'm thinking about stuff as you're talking here, and I'm just like, I've seen that horror movie, I've seen that horror movie, and the shit don't end well. It's the, it's, the, it's the typical, like, oh, like... I can't believe you guys would do something like that. This, this, this could happen. But you're just like, got to do it anyway. Dude, I'm just thinking you're ripping up a mountain in this thing, strapped to some put-together thing on top of a truck. Yeah. And all I pictured was vines coming alive and taking you into the, into the world. <laughs> vines coming alive? Is that, where, is that where your head goes? Was this Alice in Wonderland? The room, it's called, right? Uh-huh. At some big temple thing. So yeah, yeah. Well, you ever see open water? The, is that a shark one? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Come on. Yeah, I get it. Listen, I get it. On the way back from the island was worse, and this is like, so on a speedboat, maybe like a hour, fifteen minute ride, right? Yeah, it was long. It was long. So, on the way back, the weather got worse, and so some people. Not, not our crew, but some people wanted to sit in the front of the speedboat, like not covered. And so at first, it's like, it's, they're like, it's going to be choppier on the way back than it was on the way in. And so 
people are sitting on the front and they're like, oh, laughing, laughing, laughing. And then you see like like everybody's face just like drop. It's like that moment right before, like in the movies, like that moment right before you know this was the this this was the wrong choice. Everybody on the front, like, and we're hitting waves and like we're catching air, man. Like we are legit catching air. And I'm looking through the front and I could see the people. I'm like, man, I feel like somebody's gonna we're gonna lose somebody. I just it's like we're hitting them and come down like boom, hitting them, come down, boom. And I was like, man, those people in the front. On the on the trip, on the truck, there was a, a couple that was with us from uh, China. And they didn't speak English, but they had their toddler with them on this trip. And they went and sat on top of the truck with their toddler. It was the craziest thing I had ever seen, man. <laughs> from the jump my kid ain't gonna be scared of anything but uh man overall man we didn't lose anybody in the boat uh we got a lot of massages no they sat there the entire time yeah uh white and a few um there might have been a japanese couple out there but no black people no Latinos. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Samurais. Um, but all in all, trip was good. We got a lot of time massages. And the thing is, like, the currency, dude, it's ridiculous. Like, you got you could pay for a massage for like nine dollars. So you cash in a hundred bucks US. What do you get back? A lot more. <laughs> it's like. Like, um, man, I can't remember, but. Just like when I went to Canada, Toronto, years ago, I gave in 100 and I got 150 back. Mm -hmm. Like 50%. Yeah. More. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember the ratio, man, or the, the but it was a lot more. Like, you can get, like, we were legit paying like $9 for massages. like 90 bucks. Yeah, yep. Jeez. So. And they, they, oh man, they were jacking you up on those massages, like twisting you all kind of ways. This girl had her, her heel in my testicles. I was like, move it, move it now, move it now. They might like this shit here, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Get out of there. But so it was, a, it was a good trip, man. Actually, I feel like I got the travel bug now, and I, I want, I want to. Like, I never thought that that was me or that would be me, but I, I do want to get out and explore some more. So let me ask, so you said it wasn't your first choice, Thailand. Nah. What would you have preferred? I wanted to go to Canada. <laughs> <laughs> well, for a few different reasons. I have uh, one of my best friends lives in Canada. and um, serious? I thought you were joking. Nah, man, I was dead serious. We were supposed to put PowerPoint presentations together. I was the only one that put a presentation together. Not a PowerPoint, but I presented my case and said, we're going to go to Toronto. We're going to spend a night in Toronto. We're going to fly here. We're going to go to the lake. All this kind of stuff. Yeah. But I, I said Peru as well. But luckily, we didn't go to Peru because we know two people that went to Peru in the past two months. Got food poisoning. <laughs> and the others flew off a boat and had yeah. seen 
<laughs> so, yeah, I feel like I, I I got bitten by the travel bug, and I definitely want to get out and explore some more, man. Yeah, so. See, it's funny. Like, I have a small desire to go outside the country. Like, I would love to see Italy. I would love to see well, that's, I would say the same thing. Like, I had a small desire. Right. But now, even more so. Even more so, that may seem like I have a smaller desire, but I have a greater desire to travel. Even more so now, yeah. No, I said I had a small desire, and now even more so. So it makes it sound like I, ha- I, w- I it's even smaller than it was. Well, strangely, I got. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would love to check out like more of the states. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, like Nebraska. <laughs> Mother, I said Nebraska. You said no, and then you say the Dakotas. What's in Nebraska? What's in the Dakotas? What's in the Dakotas? Mount Rushmore. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think they should make like another Mount Rushmore? (laughs) Who would be on it? Who would if they were to create another Mount Rushmore? Who would be on it? That's a question. That's a question for that task. Is anybody worthy of being on? I w- and I would like to throw that out to the listeners as well. If they were to build another Mount Rushmore, and I think on SoundCloud you can comment and you can probably you can even comment on iTunes. If and on Facebook, who would be on the next Mount Rushmore? You could also email us at Beauty and the Beast Mode Podcast at gmail.com. Have you ever received an email from Beauty and the Beast Mode Podcast? Yep. <laughs> so yeah, I would love to travel in states more, but like I would love to go to Italy and I would love to go to Ah, uh, it's me and the stars, see I'm back. I went to my mom and my papa. Imagine imagine you go back, right, and, and there's this big story about have you seen the movie Lion? I no, guess uh, so I guess I, I hadn't seen it, but I guess the concept is like the kid gets lost and gets adopted by some other parents, or whatever, goes back, tries to find his real parents, mom or whatnot. It'll be like that. And you go back to Italy and you're like, it's a me, Nathasia, and I'm looking for my parents. Uh, all I have was this little baby blanket from when I was a kid. And then it, so they had like on a baby blanket, there's like a tag on it and it has like initials. And somebody's like, oh, these initials. This is the same blanket right here. Oh, these initials. This was, uh, whatever what was your AP's name or your BP's name. Do you know? No. Oh. I was thinking that I would see billboards just with like a picture of a basket. <laughs> a little basket. Uh, have you seen this basket? Oh, these initials here. Oh, this embroidery. This embroidery comes from uh, this place, two two places down the block. Uh, it's in the pizzeria. <laughs> oh, wow. This is the work of uh, Natalia. No, no. Yeah, she's Russian, but lives in Italy. <laughs> oh, you don't want to know where this embroidery comes from. So my... 
County, Florida, which could be Miami, which could mean that I was kicked over in a basket from Cuba. Yeah, that's crazy. You know what we should do? You And what we should do for our listeners is do our whole DNA stuff. Like, don't you spit into a tube and then you send it somewhere and they send it back and they show you, like, your actual yeah. DNA and where we should do that. Yeah. We should do that for it. We should, so we'll find, that's what we'll do for you guys. We're going to find out the cost on all of this stuff. And, I mean, if anybody wants to sponsor it, that would be cool too. But we're going to find out the cost on that. We're going to do that. We're going to find out Jeff's. This is, we're going to do this for Jeff. We're going to trace Jeff's roots right here on Beauty and the Beast Mode podcast over the course of the next year. And we're going to find out what, where Jeff is truly from and uh, what his background is. And see if we can't trace it back to uh, Don Corleone, or see if we can't trace it back to uh, to the, to his humble beginnings. See if he's Cuban or if he's Italian. <laughs> so the paper said Italian and Slavic. So we'll see. Hmm. So what else is up, brother? Man, you tell me, man. How's a uh, how's a uh, Casa de la Fremit? Expound. Do you think do you, I don't know man can we can we start having an open relationship <laughs> so, Oh no oh no wait 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 so, don't do no, that That's good it, it's a good segue and you don't even know it So in past episodes we were talking about me quitting smoking right Yes Which is, so they say that I which is a lot, and I'm gonna I'm gonna hold on to some of my words because you know it upsets me. You're like, can I get to eighty? <laughs> Really quick, in Thailand, you know on their cigarette boxes, on 
they actually have like pictures of like mouth decay oh, and yeah. cancer and all that stuff. Out of the US, yeah. Their warnings, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the actual yuck mouth. Yeah. Like they, they sh- I was oh, it was terrible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Chantix. So it's funny. I think I put something on Facebook about how like Oh, it tastes like Yeah. And it tastes like somebody took a shit in my mouth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really bad. But the good news, aside from shit mouth, is that shit mouth is good news. Right. Okay. So for me, that's huge. Like, totally are you, Where are you at now? So it's been a, uh, uh, I am at, I'm smoking like three quarters of a pack a day. That's, that's really great, man. That's really great. I'm really proud of you, man. And I hope that you can be consistent with that. So like on the way here from my place, mm-hmm. I smoke one cigarette. Yeah. And even before we got started here, normally you would have smoked a few as well. And you, you yeah, and you smoked one. And we were talking uh, the other day, uh, and you like we spoke for about a good hour, and you probably had like only one. So I was happy, man. I'm excited for you, man. I hope that you can continue on that path. And I was gonna tell you that your mouth smelled like shit, but <laughs> you just eat a shit sandwich. But. I like how you almost made that like two words. Subliminally. (laughs) (laughs) It's me having trouble getting words out of my mouth fast enough. Oh, you just got the dry mouth. You got the dry shit sandwich mouth. (laughs) That's disgusting. Mm-hmm. And I don't do drugs. Maybe this teaches me that I need to drink and do drugs less. Anyway. Not at all. Bad, right? Don't right. Yeah. Uh, but that was kind of like my release. So if I was stressed out, I would mm-hmm. a cigarette. You know? So what's replaced it? So Playing the... <laughs> Disgusting. <laughs> Playing the... Almost like I'm talking to a priest when you just said that. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Anyone else want to talk about the Bible? Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, Getting rid of cigarettes. So like yeah. In the month and a half, I've also gained like 13 pounds. Really? Yeah. But it must be like some sort of something wrong with me. Like it's a re- like a reverse tapeworm. 
that I had. <laughs> 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 Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, at least you recognize that. At least you're tackling that big goal, man, because yeah. that's that's a that's a huge one. And if you can get past that barrier, bro, then you can get past anything, man. Yeah, you know, it's uh, it is a huge one, and uh, people love it. P- people uh, look at what I'm doing, and they just love it. So. What was that? <laughs> Oh, I, I didn't. <laughs> huge, huge, huge for Jeff. <laughs> this guy. I love this guy. People just love what I'm doing. I love this guy. He's such huge, huge. You know, I, lo- I got a lot of good friends. I got a friend that uh, is a smoker. Huge, huge. He's so good. He's so good. I love this guy. I don't know. I guess I have to work on that, right? Because uh, I can't use this one. Very much anymore. Uh, I'll just shut my eyes. And, uh, been on vacation, uh, Michelle and I, now, for a good amount of time. Uh, and I've heard about what's going on. And I got to tell you, uh, I've been on vacation, and uh, I can care less. <laughs> <laughs> so, do it, do it. I know you... I know you all. You always want. We talk about it all the time before we start the podcast. After we end the podcast, weeks before we record, a month after we record, you always want to talk. Jeff likes to talk about politics. It's his thing. I get it. I am. It's not necessarily my thing. And we talk about kind of the direction that we want to take the podcast. Right. We we keep it light. We we try to keep it positive and everything. But. You know, it's it's hard to avoid the stuff that happens on that's happening on the news now. It's hard to avoid and uh, not talk about kind of you know what the president's doing and and how that impacts kind of the greater society. But Jeff loves to talk about it. I don't necessarily care to talk about it. But Jeff, you look like you have something on your mind. So I, I just I'll keep my personal views out of it. Right. Let me let me uh clarify this clarification. Let me clear my throat. Uh, so I'm just looking at this Sean Spicer dude. Mm-hmm. And his role? So he is the press secretary. Okay. Well, this dude when he gets up to talk. It's like, don't you have shit written out? Seems like he's very nervous at times. Why you got to bring it back to comedians, man? Why? So, I remember. Cause I, I, I've always been, uh, I was homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> That was bad. It was bad, bro. That was bad. He he definitely shit on a lot of people. Holy moly. 
So I couldn't believe that. And then I'm looking at it. So I said that I'm not throwing personal views into mm-hmm. it. So I'm watching CNN. Right. And they are now kind of like becoming like the other news networks in regards to Almost just like throwing stuff out there. Oh, okay. Right, right. I hear you. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. like this is what we think, blah, blah, blah. Well, dude, don't report on what you think. Yeah. Report on the news. Mm -hmm. So I was kind of like pissed about that. Yeah. You know, like, that's what all news outlets do. Yeah. You know, before, like during the elections, right? Mm hmm. Yeah. Once they come back and say, boom, report, boom. If you don't know where to seek out the knowledge and how to educate yourself, and then you live in a very difficult environment right now. Because I can't even imagine the stuff that's running through your mind if you're watching these news channels and then trying to communicate that and what's happening to your, to your household and you're not seeking out additional sources or uh, trying to find out the truth and just kind of going with what you're seeing on TV all of the time, I, it, then, yeah, to your point, it's going to be very one-sided. It's going to be probably half accurate, <laughs> you know. Uh, and I'm, I'm sure it makes things difficult for... It, it's making the conversation difficult all the way around, I think. I, th- I feel like it's, I don't know if it's, well, it's harder to find common ground with people because they're not educating themselves and you can't have, it's harder to have kind of a, uh, an intellectual conversation and carry on a dialogue about this stuff when right. that's happening on news stations. Right. Mm-hmm. You can just talk and discuss and debate, you know. But you look at it like that. That's what's so sad. Oh, right? speaking of, I got this book, which is the actual Declaration of Independence, the United States Constitution. Um, so I won it online, and I don't want to get the handle wrong, so I'm going to look it up now. But one of my comedy buddies, his wife. Uh, has this Instagram account and it's dedicated to empowering yourself and, and reading and, and these books that are really about self-empowerment and growth and everything. Uh, so I won this book and I was super excited about it. And I'm going to check the handle out right now because I have the constitution right here. I have empowered myself. It is resist underscore lit L I T. That's the handle on Instagram. Um, curating books that promote empathy and empowerment. So, I won it, and I was pretty excited about it. Declaration in there that they printed out. Yeah, and I think there's like footnotes and everything. So I'm looking forward to diving into this, so that if somebody uh, tries to have a conversation with me about stuff, I'm literally going to throw the book at them. Nice. Nice. I just wanted to plug that since we're on this topic. 
they see on social media and <coughs> maybe one channel of the news that reports a certain way, whichever way, any party, mm -hmm. they're all doing it now, and takes that as gospel instead of actually doing the research themselves, like you said, and, and finding out. Because it's so sad, because it used to be where every night, right, I think back to the 50s or whatever it is, 60s, and uh, when I was a wee lad, and <laughs> A baby washed ashore in Dade County today. But people used to turn on the TV and it was just what was happening in the world. There was no spin on it. There was no personal opinion on it. Right. This happened here and that's it. Yeah. You know, some of these newscasters and uh, anchors, uh, to that point, I feel like they're trying to become celebrities, right? They're trying to find their own celebrity in this stuff. They're trying to have their own voice, their own. Yeah, exactly. So I, I feel like, I mean, that's what you're saying. It's just so sensationalized, Right. Like, people probably saw it more as a responsibility back then and as, like, I'm the person that's actually delivering this information to the world. And it was more of a responsibility, whereas now, like, it's, it seems like more of the reality television sector almost. Like, people are saying things to get a rise out of people and to put other people down and giving their own personal views and, every, and whatnot. And I know some people are hired to do that, but it's just so sensationalized and, and fabricated. Yeah. You know, Geraldo back in the day when I don't know if it was when it wasn't Desert Storm. Maybe like Operation Joy Freedom when that started. Uh, that was after Desert Storm. Right. Yeah. But I couldn't remember which one I think it was like OEFO, OIF, mm -hmm. that Geraldo was like struck down behind something. He said that a bullet just went by his head. Right. You know, it's a big ass mosquito, bro. Yeah. Brian Williams saying what he said. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah. And that's false. Mm-hmm. Like straight up lies. You know, it's like just look at it. And then still feel like there's credit, like there's actual credibility there. He just switched networks now. Yeah. He's on MSNBC now. Why? Right. Yeah. Because of the the celebrity. That he brings to it or whatever, like people, uh, like yeah. people can watch him. He's Brian Williams, and come on, man. Like I, just, I see him on, I just keep going right by it. Like, I mean, and I keep going by a lot of people, you know. Like I'm not, like, just calling out this dude, but come on, man. Like what's his face? Just uh, Jack Byer. Oh yeah. Fox. Uh, yeah. And I don't knock, listen, I don't knock anybody. Everybody's human. Right. Right? Everybody makes mistakes. But when you present yourself in one way to the world, and then you, there's a responsibility there. We talked about it before. And, man, I'm just glad that I, I was raised the way that I was raised. Their morals and values. And you, I'm sure... I'm sure there's there's a certain 
way to get sucked into whatever that lifestyle brings, you know? I'm sure the demons are all around trying to pull you down and whatnot. And, but. See, that takes me to, so we were talking a while back about somebody who used the N-word, right? Right. And the both of us have no time for that. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, because nobody on their own would just come out and drop that word for no reason. You know, in my opinion. Right. You know, um, I think that that's also like a cop out mm-hmm. in the same breath because just because you went through something for your life doesn't mean that you can't break the cycle and break the chain and say, now that I'm old enough. I think that as we get older and you know right from wrong and, and what's right to do and or say or whatever it may be that you have an obligation to do the right thing and rightfully and you know n- never say that word or never do this or never do that like murder or rape or whatever it may be like you know right from wrong and I just I'm right You know what's creepy about that? And I, I want to get back to your point about the N-word and, and that. We were just watching TV, by the way. Elliot Gonzalez just walked through the place. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Elliot Gonzalez. <laughs> I literally, 10 minutes ago in my head, when we talked about Cuba, right. was going to be like Elian Gonzalez. Right. And there's a show on TV right now called Decades that's on in the background. And they were just talking about Elian Gonzalez. I promise you, Jeff, like I was literally going to say that on here and that pops up. It's wild. You know, one of my grandmothers was psychic. (laughs) My dad said people used to come to her. And yeah, ask her. Yeah. I think I had to. Do you have moments like that where you like like premonitions or whatever? Mm-hmm. Like I'd be in a situation. You're like, oh, I could see myself eating lunch in an hour, and then. But I used to be in a situation and say, "Holy cow, I had a dream that I was in this situation, like the place. Like yeah. I don't know what the place is, right? In the dream, mm-hmm. but I know that these people were there, and I said this, and I did this. Yeah." Mm-hmm. Yeah. So back to what back to what you were saying. So that was we got sidetracked there, ladies and gentlemen. So you're talking about people being able to make choice, the active choice, and yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that. Yeah. I, So, like, the person that said the word 
is supposedly like this big Christian and stuff like that and believes in God and talks about this and goes to church every Sunday and preaches that they're a Christian and posts stuff about Christian things and values and then drops the N-word. Right. That shit ain't right. Your face that you're putting out there to everybody in the world is that I'm this conservative person who truly believes in Jesus and has a set of values, but then when it comes down to it, you're saying the N-word. Yeah. And so I try to look at it from both sides, as, as wrong as it may be, right? Like, I know that I'm not, like, people may look at me and be like, oh, this dude doing this, this, and this, but then, oh, he did this, right? Like, I don't want to hammer somebody for, like, a one-time thing. Maybe they try to change. Maybe they used to say it all the time, whatever the case is. But I do feel like it, it's a true demonstration of character and that you're just... Like, be, you can't be both. You can't be both because it's going to come to the light. You know? So everybody has their thing, man, and I don't, I don't want to knock anybody, but it's tough when you think you know somebody and then come to find out they're a totally different behind the scenes. So... Right. Or it's just the ladies. But you were saying, when we were talking about this, we talked about this before we got on, and you were talking about how uh, it, it goes deeper, like it goes down to the roots, and people can't break the mold or break the habit from what, they, what they've seen and what they've observed growing up and maybe what they've been surrounded by, and becoming an adult and being able to make that choice. It's hard for some people because of... You know, they may feel that those individuals that they grew up with, their family members, whoever they were, if they don't act a certain way that they think those people think they're going to act, then those people that have loved them and given them affection in different ways and whatnot are going to resent them. And yeah. And I'm not I'm not defending anybody, but I'm just trying to see it from. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I agree. The anger that makes me the angriest of all. <laughs> that really, you know, what really butters my biscuit. It's this young kids on their social media. I can't stand it. My daughter's on Snapchat and she always wants a face swap with me. And <laughs> Yeah. When, but then they do something like that. Drop the N word or do something else. You know what really tickles my toes? 
<laughs> you know what really pulls my nose hairs? <laughs> You know what really chaps my ass? You know, I'm nothing like that, but then my values and how I live my life is more Christian-like than them. Then they live their life, and they preach all this crap. So anyway, so to bring it around, right? We're not just, I'm not just sitting here You know what really cracks my lips? Like I don't have any chapstick. Have you ever had have you ever had your lips cracked so badly and you didn't have chapstick around and then you start bleeding right down this? <laughs> and nowadays they gotta have all these different lip balm flavors and everything. When I was a kid, they had two flavors, cherry and regular. You didn't have a choice. I was promoting the podcast. I was promoting the podcast. <laughs> oh, man. C- carry on, man. No, I got Because <laughs> if I hear your freaking, the old man from Toy Story freaking Toy Story one more time. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm tapped out. I'm trying to think of more, but nothing's come to mind. That's it. Be mindful of what you say and what you do. Yeah, well, be who you are. Be who you are. Like, if if you want to be that way, yeah, then then be it. Be proud of it. Yeah. Yeah. Just be who you are. You shouldn't just put on a sheet on the weekends. Be like that seven day. Can I tell you that I wasted two hours of my day yesterday? No, no. I wasted two hours of my day yesterday watching that new Adam Sandler movie on Netflix. Well, well, I did it because uh, one of my buddies that I came up with in Chicago doing comedy had a, a, was in the movie. So I wanted to see where he was. So I went through this entire movie. Uh, to see him in there, and I was just like, I c- it could not be done, it could not be over with any more quickly, bro. So it's funny. So I'm not Speaking of movies, oh, sorry, go ahead. You're not sorry. You're 
I am. I am. Okay. Go. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, we're gonna talk about how you went to go see Bill Burr, and then I had to watch the Netflix special. <laughs> <laughs> that was a while back. Oh, hey, rest in peace, Charlie Murphy. Amazing. Um. Oh, I just somebody just posted something. Speaking of Netflix, speaking of movies, somebody just posted a shared a post about Robert De Niro, Joe Pesci, uh, Martin Scorsese, Harvey Keitel. Yeah, everybody being in another movie, another mob movie. It was ties back to an older episode of Beauty and the Beast Mode podcast. So, which they've already made a movie about before, right? Not them, but there's a movie that was made about that story. Yeah. I can't wait. It's funny because that original movie was pretty damn good. Yeah. So I don't know why they're doing it. Oh, I watched this documentary on Netflix called The 7 5 about crooked cops in New York. I'm going to watch it again. It was the best documentary that I've seen in. It had seven. It had to be seven fifth. I bet. Oh, I can't remember. I bet if I I turn it on after and I show you, I watched it. I watched it a couple weeks ago. So there was a precinct that back when I was in my band days, we got done with the show one night, and the guys, as usual, were drunk. Right. Yeah, man, it was, it's so good. It's, oh, man, so good. It's like watching a, a Martin Scorsese movie. Better. So good, man. Yep, you would love it. You would love it. Which ties back to another episode where we had retired NYPD officer Nick DiPaolo on. Maybe we can bring him back and see if uh, he can talk about some stories. I don't know. I mean, I'm not trying to get him to spill dirt or anything, but I would... In, in the credits. <laughs> so Nick worked out of the same precinct that they shot on NYPD Blue. Oh, really? Yeah. I think that was the 25th. I don't, I'm not sure. It's probably like the second. But I think, yeah, but he worked out of the same precinct, which is a pretty cool little, yeah. little tidbit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's really cool. Well, Jeff... What do you think, brother? It's been fun, bro. Yeah, it's good, man. It's good. Getting back up on these mics. Getting back on the horse. You know what really slaps my saddle? I don't even know. I don't know. Can you think of one? <laughs> Jeff, I guess we've come to that point in the show where... We have arrived at the beast mode. moment. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Beast mode moment. Bought, bought to you. <laughs> bought to you. It's sponsored by. <laughs> beast mode moment today. Oh, we had the opportunity to talk about so many things. Uh, I think what. 
hit home was uh, be who you are. Plain and simple, be who you are. Don't put on a facade. Uh, don't try and impress people. Um, if you're trying to change, that's fantastic. If you need help in learning about other people's cultures, other people's backgrounds, understanding the differences between the way that you were raised and somebody else was raised, then just ask. It's not that difficult. I th and I do think like people are legit scared to ask and have this kind of dialogue. And you know, I was having this conversation with Adam Silva, who we've had on the show a couple of times. Uh, go check out his website, coachsilva.com, brand new. Uh, he just put it up. Uh, he's on a couple of episodes in the past, and, and he talks about uh, men of character, right? Loving one another. And a lot of that is, we talked about character. We talked about people with, we talked about character on TV today, right? Are you being a character or is that your character? Right? You decide. Are you being a character or is that your character? Wow! You see what I just did right there? <laughs> but you also brought up um, one of the podcasts about speaking the N-word and then getting put in check. One kid having the bravery to yep. step up mm -hmm. and say, that ain't cool. I see what you did there. <laughs> so, since I have respect for you, and by the way, it is April 23rd today, it's a Sunday, and I got yeah. to give props to my New York Rangers who are going on to the second round of the Stanley Cup. Club. The Stanley, Stanley, Cup. Stanley Cup. Stanley Cup playoffs. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. Let's go Rangers. Jeff, yeah. wait, we got to call it out first. Ladies and gentlemen, this is the part of the show where Jeff ties it all together in a nice package and a beautiful bow. Um, usually he's not ready. I don't know if he's ready right now. But uh, from what I've heard, uh, you know what really boxes my package? Uh, <laughs> this is the Partner Podcast where Jeff ties it together with music because Jeff is a musician. This year he's going to pick up another instrument. Next year he's going to play that instrument right here on Beauty and the Beast mode. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready, Hefe? I guess I need, I need to buy more time again, per the usual. But this is what we like to call Jeff's Joint. He ties it all together in a song. So, this is going to be a little long here. All right? Oh, you know how I feel about that. And I know this is a song where Ye Ye is going to look at me like, what is this crap that you're playing over here? <laughs> so, here you go.
go. And that was? The Mighty, Mighty Boss Tones. What, what, what does it remind me of the style of music that that is? Sky. Sky, yeah, I knew it was on the tip of my tongue, but I couldn't get it out. And why did you decide on that song, Jeff? saying about the media outlets right if you're just going with watching one piece of news and taking that as gospel and basing all your decisions and your views off of that it's a bad thing mm-hmm. question the answer yeah okay the song kind of words goes back to the whole thing that we were talking about with people kind of taking responsibility for what they say uh i think the chorus goes kinder words that we can pick Kinder words might do the trick. (laughs) So, so it's just talking about how kind of if you're going to say something, think about what you say before you spurt it out of your mouth Mm -hmm. because words are hurtful and words can do a lot of yeah, do a lot of damage. Yep. So that's why I picked it, sir. Awesome. Well, Jeff, it was great getting back on here, man. Uh, we let it marinate for a bit. We got our, 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 our viewership up on social media. We got our listens up. And now we continue on and we charge ahead again, man. Yep. All right, brother, man. Awesome. Jeff, I appreciate you, brother. Appreciate you, sir. Yay, yay. All right. Beauty and Beast Mode Podcast. This is Yay, yay Martinez. This is Big Jeff. Peace. See you.